Welcome to Solutions for Health and Happiness with Claire and Helen, the Lightning Process team. Want to live a life you love? Start here. Hello and welcome to podcast 46 in our series. I'm Helen Harding and my co-host is Claire Brooker. Hello everyone. So today I'd just like to start by reading out a brilliant five-star review that we got on iTunes um, from Bonnie Boomer who says that our podcasts are amazing. Fantastic. So thank you. She says, I find them so relevant and easy to understand and follow and I'm currently saving to do the lightning process and in the meantime these podcasts are enabling me to make progress and positive changes to my life. Thank you so much. Keep them coming, says Bonnie. Fantastic. Thanks yeah. ever so much for, for doing that, Bonnie. I really appreciate that. We certainly do. Thanks, Bonnie. So in our last podcast, we were discussing love and how you can do that. Our tips were to learn to take care of yourself. And as you do, you'll be better placed to take care of others. Be appreciative of yourself and others and drop that perfectionism. And remember, learn from your mistakes. Also tune into others and really listen to what they're saying and also listen to yourself. Cultivate compassion and kindness towards yourself and others. And take some time to pause in your communication with others and come back to the conversation once you're calmer if necessary. Do you know what? Being scared of love is okay. It just means you need to take it one step at a time and give yourself an opportunity to practice daily. Today we're going to talk about joy. So another great happy podcast yes, for everybody. absolutely. And joy is different from, say, feeling excited. Excitement is great and it's a necessary thing. And without it, life wouldn't be as much fun. But joy is something entirely different, a fuller feeling, a more sustained and rewarding feeling. And cultivating it is one of the most important steps we can take toward creating fulfilling lives. We read the other day that intense excitement is what Asian philosophy might call the near enemy of true joy. It's something that looks like the genuine thing, but in reality it's not. An example might be when someone wins the X Factor or the lottery. They may start shaking, crying, screaming, (laughs) hyperventilating. And, you know, we could describe this as happiness, but actually... It's actually evidence that their neurological fight or flight mechanism has kicked in and switching on this mechanism actually switches off the physiological process that allows us to relax, connect and absorb a joyful experience. So you'll find this intensifies around things like celebrations such as Christmas, New Year's Eve, birthdays, weddings. It's all about making it bigger, brighter, better. And sometimes it's like our society goes from just one event to the next and we've misplaced the true and highest purpose for that time. Questions to ask ourselves are what are we really honouring or celebrating? This is exactly the question that Tom and I asked ourselves as we were planning our wedding. You know, it could have been so easy to get caught up in society's expectations of a big white wedding and all that that entails. And for me personally, I'm not really a fan of this whole princess dream. So instead we did it our way. Um, Similarly to you, Helen, actually. Oh, Oh, yes. You really did it. (laughs) We broke all the rules. Um, 
you know, we broke a lot of the traditions, but it was our day and it reflected exactly what we wanted. And it was great. And we just spent a really great fun day with our nearest and dearest. And it just took all of the stress out of everything. And we just had a relaxing time. That's lovely. And it's not just these events that we may get into this intensity. You know, a lot of our culture is around doing, doing, doing. You know, there's so many things about maximising our potential, being super successful, super beautiful, super awesome in everything. And yes, being the best we can be is useful, but also so is the realisation that you don't need to feel guilty that you're not constantly maximising your potential. Actually, joyfulness comes to us in calmer, more still ways at times. Yeah, like the feelings of being centred and peaceful, I suppose, as well. Absolutely, yeah. Perhaps that's why you see people who outwardly look like they have it all, the successes, the status, the dream, but they're not really that happy and fulfilled with joy. Perhaps the message to maximise and strive isn't actually as great as it seems. Perhaps there needs to be more balance and awareness. You know what? I spend time with clients talking about these peak feelings of intense excitement and happiness as I know them well myself. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly do. You know, these feelings, although really fun, could not be sustained. And if they were, we may become quite manic. Within this, I talk about post-party syndrome, when you've been the life and soul of the party, you know, full of intense excitement, and then the next day you wake up and you realise, oh, there's no party today, and you may crash land back down to earth. There is a need for something else instead, a bright feeling, but a bright feeling that is much more sustainable. And after that intense excitement, we may go through a phase of feeling lifeless and depressed. People who use drugs to party are familiar with the hormone drop that follows a weekend rave. And if you're an obsessive euphoria speaker, you felt it too without the drugs. Absolutely. For people who think intensity is happiness, and I used to be one of those people, you know, the only remedy for the crash is another intensely exciting experience. And that sounds exhausting. It's totally exhausting. It really, really is. And um, I really love the life coach Martha Beck I think we've both talked about her before on these podcasts and she's written an article about this and she says this attitude of seeking this kind of euphoria can actually be traced all the way back to European adventurers who first settled in America she says an Indian chief referring to the settlers once told the psychiatrist Carl Jung they always want something they're always uneasy and restless We do not know what they want. We do not understand them. We think that they are all mad. (laughs) (laughs) So although there's a place of wild excitement, true joy isn't about the ups and downs you may be experiencing in an excitement-based life. For us, it's got an element of peacefulness about it. It's more harmonious landscape filled with peaceful thoughts and peaceful emotions. Now, when someone first described joy to me in this way, I thought they were crazy. You know, to my happiness intensity seeking mind, I thought that sounded really dull, really (laughs) boring. But over time, it really resonated and it started to make sense. As I thought about, you know, times that gave me that fuller feeling, that feeling of joy, 
it wasn't actually partying or being in that in insanely exciting relationship with the musician. Yeah, I've had one of those. Um, <laughs> it was actually much simpler times like floating in the sea, you know, gazing up at the sun um, or perhaps, you know, um, picking strawberries or holding a baby and playing with a child that really made me feel joyful and energised in a peaceful way. There's a sense with those things that they actually feed you, they feed your soul. I really get that and it's interesting because I tend to be very level as my natural setting. Not to say that I don't get excited about things or get upset, but I tend to maintain that kind of calm place. Mm, you do, yeah. And even when I was young and first started work, I can remember being referred to as being horizontal by a colleague <laughs> when everyone around me was stressing out about something and I just got my head down and got on with it. Mm. And I really appreciate the important things in my life, my family, my friends, my home. You know, I'm as happy spending time at home and with those people as I am going away on holiday. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. I used to think that being content meant that I wasn't trying hard enough. You know, as I got older, I realised that contentment is actually quite happiness. And actually, it's essential for health and well-being. So how can you explore this joy and cultivate it? Well, the best place to start is right now, in this moment. Start to connect with the here and now, the present moment, more and more each day. How do you do that, we hear you cry? <laughs> it's a good question. I mean, for me, what I do, because this is something that I've definitely had to work on, and I have to consciously ground myself at times. So I do my best to be very present when I'm, say, walking down the road. And uh, connecting to my breath really helps as well. So I, I start to breathe more deeply and get grounded in my breath. And that, that really helps me. Well, sometimes the best thing to do if you want to get present is also to get creative. Yeah. Creative work actually helps us to secrete dopamine, a hormone that can make us feel really absorbed and fulfilled without feeling manic. This is in direct contrast to the fight or flight mechanism, which is associated with hormones like adrenaline and cortisol. We're most creative when we're happy and relaxed and we can steer our brains more into the happy and relaxed zone when we're doing something creative. That's a really good idea. You know, to help get that being present, joyful dopamine flowing, create something that stretches you a little. You know, where you're not only focused, but learning and perfecting skills. For example, cooking in an unfamiliar dish would be a good idea, as will learning a new art technique, for example. This will help you to feel really pleasantly immersed in the process of creating. Now, this can be unfamiliar. Your thoughts may tell you that these things are boring. You don't have enough time for them or that they're not exciting enough. Don't let these thoughts bluff you. Keep staying present. Keep on mindfully walking and keep creating anyway. As you persist, your brain will eventually tune into a state of mindfulness. Your emotions will calm even if you're physically and mentally active. You may not notice joyfulness when it first appears. In place of frantic searching and thinking arises instead a joyful fascination with what's occurring here and now. Although this feeling is subtle, it's definitely not dull. It's a beautiful feeling filled with love and opportunity. It's almost like giving yourself an internal hug. It really is, yeah. 
So instead of the post-party syndrome kicking in, you'll have a sense of accomplishment and an increased self-worth after creative surges. Instead of fatigue, you'll be left with a joyful tiredness of a job well done and a smile on your face. You know, pay attention to this process and you'll see that the motivation to be here now will gradually grow stronger than that cultural pressure to seek excitement. You'll find yourself increasingly able to tune into, you know, those delights of the present, even when you're not actively creating. And when this happens, you'll be on your way to genuine happiness, abundant, sustainable delight in beautiful moments of ordinary life. And when something genuinely exciting happens, you'll be ready for it. I enjoy being excited by good news. You know, when my parents said they were going to buy my wedding dress for me, I was ecstatic. But at the same time, I'm not too impressed by these feelings anymore. I don't see this dramatic excitement as the be all and end all. Instead, I remember that true joy is available to me in each moment. It's available right now in this moment with Helen you know, in my engagement with you all on the podcast, in simple, ordinary moments in my day. And interestingly, talking about walking, we've just been for a walk in the woods. That was lovely. (laughs) really enjoyed that. And what a great way to spend an hour in the afternoon, just walking through the gorgeous woods and just being really present and engaged with it. Mm. So I think a great way to create the power of joy is to reflect on what you appreciate or are grateful for. So listen to podcast 43 for more ideas on this. But in short, just the ability to reflect on what you have got, what you enjoy, life's simple pleasures. And also allow yourself to recognise the things that you've done well and are good at. This way of rewarding yourself is a great way to create joy within. So our tips in cultivating joy is to recognise the difference between intense excitement and true joyfulness to recognize the cultural norm of intense excitement seeking may not be as good for us as we may have initially thought start to think back to times that were truly joyful for you and what do you notice about those times there's probably a peacefulness to them rather than drama start to practice being in the present moment an easy way to do this is to get creative whether that's making dinner from scratch or picking up the art project As you're approaching life in this way, you'll find you'll be happier and more energised. And remember to reflect on what you really appreciate about your life. So thank you so much for tuning in today. We really hope you've enjoyed our chat about joyfulness. If you'd like more help on this subject or indeed any other, then please do contact us. We're really always happy to hear from you and help. You can contact us through the website, which is www.lightningprocess.co.uk. And while you're there, keep in touch with us by signing up to our newsletter. And that's where you'll get to know about what's going on. But also we write articles just for those of you that are on the list. So it's all fresh content just for you. And you can also download transcripts of these podcasts there too. And if you enjoyed this podcast, which we really hope you have, it would be so great if you could just take a few minutes to leave us a review on iTunes as it will help to raise its profile and that the lightning process as well. So until next time, have a fantastic week. Thank you and bye for now. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, you're one step closer to living a life you love.